2: Oh pay me inequity, pay me inequity. Watch me reverse out of dick. <laughs> he got a babish, lavish. We live in lavish, lavish. I got his face of fabric, I got his face of habits. He wanna go away. He let her roll away. He wanna be with me. He wanna give me that vitamin D Give me the ball, take a top shift Call my girls and put them all on a spaceship Hang one night with Yomte, I'll make you famous Have you ever seen the stage going apeshit? shit? Get my money fast, Pull up in the zoo. I'm like chief, keep, keep me Rafiki. Who been lying? Came to you. Pocket watch it like kangaroos. Tell these clowns we ain't the mules. Man, the clips for that monkey business. Four, five, got changed for you. Motocades when we came through. President you with the planes too. When better get you with the residential. Undefeated with the cane too. I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadium too. Last night was a fucking zoo. Stays diving in the pool of people rent to Liverpool like a fucking beetle. Smoking real glue like it's fucking legal. Telegram he's fuck that over eight shit. Have you ever seen a crowd going eight shit? Get my money back. G A plane, Alexander Wayne, She a thought that you claim. can be typing my ring. And oh. oh. I'm popping my bitches off, and we go to the dinner and cop it off. Spit my favorite alcohol. On. Got me so lit I need I don't know. I don't know. All of my people are primo. I feel the no, woodman to see the stars. Uh, uh-huh. sending the missiles oh. off, drinking my inhibitions oh, off. Two hundred fifty for the. Give me the ball, give me the ball Take it top shift Call my girls and put them all on the spaceship Hang one night when you say I'll make you famous Have <laughs> hey, you ever seen a crowd <laughs> going <"Hey, laughs> Get my money fast and go fast.
3: And welcome to my show, The Lisa Effect. I am usually here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com. And also on YouTube Live at the same time. But, you know, every once in a while, you know, if something's on my mind, I just hop right on in. (laughs) And this is one of those moments. Hope you guys are doing good. I am doing good. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Oh, well, let me tell you the date, you guys, because this could be like 10, 15 years into the future, right? Today's date is Monday, June 25th, 2018, you guys. Wow. So how are you guys doing? I am doing great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm doing really good. You know, not bad, not bad. Well, I'm doing okay. How's that? Oh, my God, why was I late for work today? And I hate, see, I'm the type of person, I don't like to be late for work. I'm one of those type of people where I get to work 10 minutes early because I hate, like, you know, rushing to my desk, rush, rush. I'm not that kind of person. So I like to just, you know what I mean? Just kind of, you know, you know, just strolled to my desk. Well, anyway, to make a long story short, you know, I left early for work. Next thing you know, a dump truck got stuck in the middle of the freeway. So needless to say, I was late for work, uh, which means that, uh, yeah, that means I have to stay a little later, you know. So it's like, man, I mean, I only had to stay 10 more extra minutes, you guys. I was only 10 minutes late. But for me, it's like, oh, you know, I'm always on time. I don't know. It just bugs me, you know. And not only that, while I was in that little bit of traffic, you know, I was like, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. Oh, my God. Why did my brake light come on? I'm like, seriously? Why did my brake light come on? Like, you've got to be joking. And it stayed on for a few minutes, and it just disappeared. I'm like, oh, okay. So it looks like that's going to be a problem in the near future. Okay. (laughs) You know, just when I put some money in the bank, okay, okay, you know. Then after work, oh, my God, how long did it take me to get home, an hour and a half to get home? Oh, yeah, yay. Then I was like, okay, that's fine, you know. Let me go to the nail shop, you know, because I need to get my nails done, feet, whatever. Let me go to the nail shop, relax a little bit. Oh, why did I forget they were closed on Monday? Okay, (laughs) so now my feet are looking a little jacked up. My nails looking a little jacked up, you know. So anyway, I'm here. Okay, (laughs) hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, My weekend was pretty good. Can't complain. Can't complain at all. What did I do this weekend? Oh, this weekend I hung out with my daughter. Uh, Oh God, we went to one of these little fancy places for breakfast. Ooh. Why was the bill almost $75? It's like, our, I don't understand. We had eggs, toast, and bacon. Why does it say $75? <laughs> it's like, what? But you know what? It's one of these little, oh, the food was, oh, man, that was one of the best breakfasts I ever had, right? But the food, it's one of these places where on the menu it doesn't say toast, right? It says rustic toast, Okay. It doesn't say, like, bacon. You know what I mean? It says, like, uh, thick, uh, hand-sliced, you know, pecan, apple, bacon, you know. And then they don't have jelly or jam. I think it's preserved, you know. Oh, my God, and they had the best butter I ever tasted in my mother-effing life. It's like, where did they get this butter from? I don't know, <laughs> you know, because I don't find this butter in the grocery store, okay? Oh, and the eggs were perfect. Then they gave us these little potatoes. Oh, and they were just seasoned just a little bit of salt, a little bit of rosemary. Why were those the best best potatoes I ever had? Sipping on a pear mimosa. Oh, y'all, y'all. And outside, too, we're sitting outside. The weather was beautiful. Sun out. Oh, my God. Anyway. Needless to say, we had a good time. And, yeah, that was a highlight of my weekend, you know, <laughs> a really good breakfast, and I just did the usual errands, you know what I mean, all that kind of stuff here. So, oh, boy, what else? What else is going on? Oh so yeah, you guys, hope you guys had a good weekend and all of that good stuff. I hope you guys can hear me on YouTube. I don't know if uh I should be on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm on YouTube. So, well, anyway, I'm on Google Hangout, and it's running. So, hey, we'll see. <laughs> so, anyway, you guys, but I had to. Uh, let's just get started with this. I'm not going to keep you guys long because, like I said, I hadn't even planned on being here. Oh, by the way, if you're on how can you want to talk to me live if you want to give your two cents feel free to do so. The number on Blog Talk is area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And actually, my chat room is open. Um, somebody's in the chat room. I don't have my glasses on. Ugh. Oh, God, I'm like an old lady, right? Ugh. Let Granny get her glasses. Ugh. Who's in there? Ah. Uh, Miss Pretty, what's up, what's up, what's up? So, yeah, my chat room is open not only on Blog Talk, but it's also open on YouTube. So, you guys, feel free to come in and chat. Yeah, so anyway, you guys, um, I missed all this stuff that was going on. I guess there's all this drama going on, and it's like, what happened? Well, first of all, let me play you a clip. I'm sorry, uh, YouTubers, you're probably not going to be able to hear this clip uh, because I have it on blog talk, but this is just a little bit of the stuff you may have missed, so hold on, you guys, on YouTube because we're going to talk about it anyway. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it or not. You may, but anyway, it's just a two-minute clip about all the drama that's been going on uh, with uh, politics just over the weekend. Uh, here, let's play a clip. Here we go. Give it a few minutes to boot up.
0: What's happening uh, okay. in America? Civility out, shaming and shunning in. On the same weekend, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders is asked to leave a restaurant. Democratic Congresswoman Maxine Waters says don't let the public shaming Stop with standard. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, yeah. in a department store,
2: at a gasoline station, you get a the and you create a crowd. Line, uh, we, yeah.
1: And you put crap uh, on uh, them wow. and you tell uh, them they're uh, not, not welcome
0: anymore, uh, anywhere. The Congresswoman pushing more division <laughs> in a nation already seemingly divided.
1: Change! Change!
0: Protesters yelling "shame" at DHS secretary Kirsten Nielsen at a Mexican restaurant. President Trump name-calling at a political rally. I won't do it, Wacky Jackie.
2: I think somebody said she's in Nevada right now,
0: campaigning with Pocahontas. And Hollywood is not helping. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. I'm going to say one thing. Trump. They said, our dad wants to meet you. And I turned around and it Paul Ryan was walking towards me. And I said, no way, man. Roseanne's tweets turn racist and a former Trump advisor apologizes after saying this. Michael Hayden posted a picture of Auschwitz. Don yeah, that, that liberal, that liberal Michael Hayden. I mean, yeah, you know, that, that look,
2: screaming you're you're liberal your, Michael Hayden. You're, you're out of
1: your cotton-picking mind. Cotton-picking you mind? You, Brother, you
2: guys, let me tell you, you guys, something. You guys, you guys are, let me tell you, you guys something. I got some, some, all all right. Right. I got some relatives who picked cotton, is okay. kill, and this I'm not going to allow you to attack me like that
0: on TV. I'm not out of my cotton-picking mind. You're out of your mind. This is America 2018. I could go on, but this is all just in the last few weeks. Let's talk about civility. With me now, David Gerg. All
3: right, you guys. Sorry, uh, you two you weren't able to hear that. Uh basically it's a clip from uh, CNN and they were talking about how uh Sarah Sanders, you guys know uh Sarah Sanders, the press secretary for the White House, you know, um uh she had went uh she went to a restaurant to go eat. And they were like, you ain't coming in here. It's like, why not? You know, because uh, you're Sarah Sanders and we don't like you. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then the chick that's over, um, I always forget her name, uh, the one that's over uh, Homeland Security, she was at a, eating at a Mexican restaurant and people were like, really, chick? Really? And then they started uh, heckling her, you know, like, get the F out. Okay. So it's like, wow. They so touch, she return to hang out. Okay. So, yeah, so it's like all this stuff, you know, going on. And I think Maxine Waters is not funny, but Homegirl, uh, I think she took it to the next level this weekend, you know. Well, no, some other people uh, too, but no, Homegirl, because the clip I just played was Maxine Waters. And basically, in a nutshell, uh, Maxine Waters is saying that um, you need to harass uh, people that work for Donald Trump. I don't care if they're at the gas station. I don't care if they're a restaurant. I don't care what they're doing. You need to start harassing people that work for Donald Trump. Okay. (laughs) So, of course, Trump is going to respond. And he responded via tweet. And here's what uh, Trump ended up saying. Trump said, what did he say? Congresswoman Maxine Waters, an extraordinary low IQ person, has become, together with Nancy Pelosi, the face of the Democratic Party. She has just called for harm to supporters, of which there are many, of the Make America Great Again movement. Be careful what you wish for, Max. What? <laughs> First of all, to call Maxine Waters Max is like, I don't know, is it is that her nickname or something, or was he being disrespectful? Uh, I think he's being disrespectful, okay? It's like, what? And talking about be careful what you wish for? So people are like, what's Trump talking about? Hey, Brown Sugar Baby, what's up? What's up? So everybody's like, damn, what's up with Trump? He gangster with it, you know? (laughs) And it's like we have two mother effing senior citizens. Oh, by the way, I do cuss on my show. I'm just giving you all a heads up. You know, I don't know when it'll come out of me, but it'll give you all a heads up. So anyway, you got two senior citizens acting a fool. Maxine Waters is actually older than Trump. She's almost 80, okay? Both of them acting a fool, you know? And it's like, look, Maxine Waters, whether you love her or hate her, I'm sorry, Maxine, but black people right now, we don't need a bunch of make America great again people harassing us right now, okay? It's like, come on, Maxine, you're talking tough and all that stuff, but let's be honest. Maxine Waters ain't got no power. I don't mean to say it, you know? I mean, hell. The black community, I hate to say, as a whole, we ain't got no power. A lot of us, we don't hunt. Let's be honest, we don't fish. We don't hike. You know, we can't shoot straight. God forgive me. But you understand what I'm saying. You understand? It's like, you know, and bless our hearts, we suffer from a lot of ailments. You know, uh, diarrhea. Oh, God, yeah, that too. Diabetes is just kicking our ass, man. We got all these illnesses and shit, you know, and, oh, then you got, you know, black men in their prime, you know, they're either dead or in prison, so you got a bunch of black women having to do what they need to do in order to put food on the table for their children, and in the meantime, you got Maxine Waters wilding out, okay? It's like, come on now, and we suffer from hypertension, too? which Maxine Waters, in my opinion, she's making it worse, okay? I mean, have you guys noticed people right now are crazy and they're on edge, okay? How many school shootings have we had so far this year? How many have we had, okay? And Maxine should know. She should know how Trump is. This mother is a straight-up gangster, you understand? He's crazy, but kind of. Crazy and not so crazy. You understand what I mean? But guess what? Some of his supporters, honey, they might be itching for a fight. You understand what I mean? Now, are all of his supporters crazy? Of course not. That's what I'm saying. But you know, you got some Trump supporters that are literally ride or die for that man. saying, And they will protect Trump by any means necessary, okay? So, Maxine Waters, where's your protection at, boo? Yeah, I did. Call her boo. Okay. Hey, where is your protection? When I say protection, I'm not talking literally, you know, like she got to walk around with bodyguards and goons and all that. But I'm talking about when she's crossing the line and talking real reckless. Where are these black politicians backing her up? Because I'm sitting up here. I have CNN on right now. I don't see a lot of black politicians coming to Maxine Waters' defense okay now i'm not saying they have to because they're black politicians but y'all gonna help your girl out (laughs) you know what i mean because i see a lot of trump supporters you know helping him out on the regular okay but i mean these black politicians if you don't like trump or something like that y'all ain't saying nothing you know like well uh, you know at least something like well you know maxine waters you know, unfortunately, you know, she might have crossed the line today. But you have to understand. You know what I mean? Something like that. You know, they got that girl. God forbid she's not a girl. She's a grown woman. But, you know, they got her out here, you know, like frightened by herself. You know, it's like, come on. These black politicians are quiet as a mouse. Brown Sugar Baby said we need to replace all black Congress members. Yeah, I mean, it's the same old one over and over again, you know. And then the thing is, and unfortunately, which is, it's kind of, how can I say it? It's like, okay, people hate Trump. We know that. But you can't just vote any Democrat in office just because you don't like Trump. Because I noticed, you know, there's a lot of newcomers in coming in, the Democratic Party, which is fine and everything like that. But sometimes I wonder, are, are people really paying attention to what they stand for? Or are you just voting for them because you don't like the Republican guy that supports Trump? You understand what I mean? Like, if you have a a Republican that's a Trump supporter, and then you have a Democrat that doesn't like Trump, are you going to vote for the Democrat just because you hate Trump? I mean, are you doing your research? You understand what I'm saying? It's like, ugh, I don't know, y'all. God, I don't know what's going on, you know? I'm like, dang, Maxine talking reckless, which is fine, because we all know Trump be talking reckless all day, every day. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, 314, I see you on the line. I'm going to open up your line in a minute. Trump talked reckless all day, every day, right? But remember what happened? What happened when Trump was running, running for president? Remember Marco Rubio? You know, he got out of his character and tried to go toe to toe with Donald Trump. It didn't work so well for him because he got out of his character. He took it to the next level, and people are looking at him like, what? You know, and he had to apologize. Oh, it's a hot mess. Same thing with Jeb Bush. You know, Uh, Trump made him get out of character, so to speak. Boom, he's not competition anymore, right? And you notice all the people that have um, talked reckless about Trump. I'm not talking. When I say talk reckless, I'm talking taking it to the next level. Have you noticed uh, they're really kind of not working? It doesn't work so well for them anymore, you know? Uh, just like what's that chick that was on ESPN? What's her name? Uh, Jamila Hill. Jamili Hill. Remember she had uh, did a tweet that said uh, Trump is a white supremacist. I remember how uh, some black people were like, that's right, that's right. You go girl and all that stuff. Uh, Where is she at now? Well, first of all, um, the White House called for her to be fired because, you know, calling the President of the United States a white supremacist, you know. Now you can't do that. Because see, that's what I'm saying. Trump is not on the apprentice anymore, you guys. (laughs) He is actually President of the United States. You know, and people act like they can talk reckless. You know, I understand he does. I understand. But when you're a 40-year-old black woman on ESPN, you got a good little gig going. And you call the President of the United States a white supremacist? Come on. You don't think somebody going to come for you? Come on. you got to be ready when they come for you, girl. You know, so to make a long story short, Jamila Hill, you know, how the White House uh, wanted her fired. You know, she didn't get fired, but she did get suspended, I think, for like a few weeks, you know. And then when she came back, she said something to the effect, well, maybe I went too far, or something like that. And then, unfortunately, then black people turned on her. What's she talking about? Is she backtracking the... And needless to say, uh, she is now, the last time I checked, uh, not on TV anymore. because she had a nice little show with her and this uh, black guy. You know, they would talk about sports and all kinds of little stuff, you know. But uh, then uh, she was no longer on that show. And so then she started uh, writing for the, uh, and I said, oh, okay, now she's writing for the ESPN website. Sort of, kind of. She is writing for ESPN, but it's on their sister website. It's not like their main ESPN website that everybody goes to. Uh, No, it's their sister website. It's like, what? So she went from being on TV every day to now uh, being on ESPN's uh, sister website. It's like, what? So, yeah. So I'm not saying you can't talk bad against Trump. That's not what I'm saying. But when you take it to the next level and uh, white supremacists and all that stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might want to save some money in the bank, you know, because you might go and get an early retirement. That's all I'm saying, you know. It's like that's all I'm saying, you know. But, man, and you know what's so ironic about everything? What is so ironic? Who's texting me? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. One of my uh, coworkers, she had the day off today, so she tried to be smart, like, ooh, did y'all miss me? Girl, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, um, I don't know what Maxine, you know, now Maxine is known to speak her mind. You know, we all know that. But, you know, sometimes you get a little comfortable. I don't mean to say you forget your block. I don't mean to say that. But, Maxine, sometimes you, how can I explain it? Okay, like Robert De Niro. Remember a few years ago, a few years ago, (laughs) a few weeks ago, remember when Robert De Niro, wasn't he at the Tonys or whatever? And he got on stage, and he said, F Donald Trump, and he got a standing ovation. Okay, fine. Maxine, you're not Robert De Niro, hon. Ah, you know. Ah, you know. I mean, Robert De Niro has the backing, you know. I mean, do you? I don't know, you know. And Peter Fonda. Did you guys hear what Peter Fonda said? I'm like, Peter. You know, the actor Peter Fonda, you know, the son of uh, the great actor Henry Fonda. Oh, God, Henry Fonda plays uh, in one of my favorite movies. Have you guys ever seen that old movie, 12 Angry Men? Oh, check it out. It's good. Anyway, Peter Fonda, you know how, talking about the whole immigration debate, he said we should rip Barron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles. Mm, that's creepy, right? It's like, I understand you don't like Trump, but to say you want his, what, 10- or 11-year-old son to be thrown in a cage with pedophiles? Ooh, that's kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? It sounds a little creepy, like, oh, Mr. Fonda, I think we need to check your computer and see what's on uh, you know, I don't know, that's kinda uh. And he has since apologized, but it's like, ugh. and um and I guess he's in a independent film that's coming out pretty soon. And I guess people were like, uh, why is this movie gonna be released? And he doesn't ha- he only has a small role in the movie. But I guess uh Sony Pictures Classic is uh, you know, involved in the film. And I guess they were like, people were like saying, What's up? You know, you're really going to release this film, Peter Fonda's in? And basically, they stated uh, what he said was reckless. I mean, did they say it was disgusting, too? I forgot what they said, but they used three or four different <laughs> ways to describe what he said, you know, about Trump's little son. But, um, and they were saying, uh, I guess, since the movie's getting ready to come out or whatever. I guess they don't have time to reshoot and do all this stuff. And it's independent for all that, you know. So, you know, they are going to release the film with Peter Fonda in it. He only has a small role, but whatever. And, um, no, I think it was just released. Yeah, I think that that film he's in was just released, and it's not doing so well. So, you know, I don't know. So what a trip. And even Homeboy, ladies. If you are how old? I don't know, maybe if you're like 35 and up, do you remember the name? I know you have to remember the name, right? Antonio Sapatko Jr. (laughs) I'm like, what? Y'all remember him or maybe not? Okay, do you remember that old Janet Janet? Janet Janet. (laughs) No, I have not had wine. Remember that old Janet Jackson video, Love Will Never Do Without You? Remember that old black and white video, Homeboy's in it? You know, the African uh, actor, you know, he used to be a model, uh, you know, and now he's uh, basically an actor. You know, he uh, had a kid with, um, you know who I'm talking about, Uh, you know, with Russell Simmons' ex-wife, Kamora Lee, you know, the African guy. Yeah, well, anyway, he's in that video with Janet Jackson and Antonio Sabato Jr. You know, they were like the two hot guys in the video. Matter of fact, there was only three people in the video, them and Janet Jackson. Anyway, that video made both of those guys, like, famous. Like, well, I mean, Antonio, he was already a model. Both of them were, but I just remember, you know, uh, we were just talking about that. <laughs> Brown Sugar baby. like, yes. I just remember, you know, us girls were like, damn, did you see that black guy in that video? Damn, did you see that guy, Antonio Zapato Jr.? Anyway, Antonio Zapato Jr., he is now 46 years old and he is running for Congress out here in California as a Republican. Now, Antonio. But to be honest, I don't know if he's gonna do good or not. I'm gonna tell you why. Um, I just watched him now on CNN talking to, uh, you know, uh, Homeboy has a new show. Uh, Cuomo. It's been on for a few weeks. I like it. I I I like Cuomo. I like him a lot. He uh, I I, I learn from him, you know. And I hate to say it, I don't learn a lot from Don Lemon. Don Lemon be getting in his feelings too much. I am so sorry. It's like, is is your show like an opinion? Of it? An opinionated show, or is it, are you a journalist? Like, what you doing here? You understand what I mean? Don't give your opinion and stuff. Shit, let me take your place on CNN, because that's what we all do on YouTube, right? We give our opinions. I mean, damn, you know? But anyway, um, I like the promo show. But anyway, he was on there uh, tonight. And Antonio, uh, how can I say it? Uh, I'm not going to say he's too good looking (laughs) to be a politician. God, I hate to say that, but, you know, he's 46, which is not old by any means, but he still looks the same. He has perfect teeth. He has dimples. Uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, uh, is any? can you be too cute to be a politician? I don't know. And I don't know if he's used to the back and forth debate that you have to do when you're a politician, Antonio, how can I explain it? He's one of these guys where his looks cross racial lines. You know what I mean? Like if you showed a picture of him, he's Italian, by the way. If you showed a picture of him to some, uh, I don't know, some black chick, you think this guy's cute? Uh, she'll say yes. Hey, hey, white chick, is this guy cute? Yeah hey latino chick is this that cute yes it's like everybody's gonna say he's cute right and i wonder if he used to i don't want to say used to people saying no to him <laughs> you know what i mean because politics is can, politics can be a rough business and uh well we'll see though i don't know you know we'll see but yeah he's running as a republican somewhere out here in california we'll see but uh I kind of have a feeling some middle-aged women will be giving him some votes, okay? Will it be me? I don't know. We'll see. No, anyway. Caller, don't worry. Don't worry. So, yeah, and Homeboy uh, was also on uh, Cuomo's show tonight. You guys know the NBA player Draymond Green. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I was a little disappointed with his interview. It was a very... I didn't expect a hardball interview from him or anything like that, but he kind of was, like, tippy toeing around a lot of issues. So, yeah, I really didn't get nothing out of it, you know. Someone was like, so what do you think about what Maxine Waters said? And he was like, well, you know. I mean, like, dude, come on, you already knew. They already prepped you. You already knew what, you know. What was going to be said, you know, if you really don't want to give a general opinion, then just don't be on the show. God, don't waste people's time like that. I mean, I'm not, I am not, I'm wasn't looking for a debate or an argument or anything like that. But, damn, can you have an opinion on something? It's not like you're running for office. I mean, God, you got a big mouth when you're on the court. Then if you sit up here, it's time for you to be on TV and talk about serious issues. You're like, whatever. Oh God! Well, I'm gonna go ahead and open up your line to see if you have something to say. Uh, sorry, YouTube, you might not—you're not gonna be able to hear the uh, caller, but I will do my best to fill in. What's up, three one four?
4: Well, how you doing, Lisa? It's, it's, it's Pianki. Oh, uh,
3: it is Pianki. What is up, Pianki? How are you, you doing? You know, let
4: me say this about Maxine Ward Maxine Water was elected in Los Angeles, and that's yes. her constituents. And what Mm -hmm. she say only accounts to them. It doesn't count to me. Maxine Waters Mm -hmm. does not represent me. And she was of some substance years ago, but I think she has long since walked Mm -hmm. away from that. And I don't, you know, if the people in her district permit her to do what she does, you know, I hear about her. What is a daughter? A daughter-in-law has a six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year job answering the phone. If they Mm -hmm. okay that, it's up to them. I don't vote for her well,
3: you know what and actually she don't speak for me, no, actually, you're right because her district is technically not a black district um, no South it's not Central, it's a leftover yeah,
4: she's a leftover,
3: and she's trying to I hate to say it, uh, hey, what's up, Karen? Uh, she's trying to stay it seems like Maxine waters unfortunately, she's probably trying to stay relevant because she's almost eighty years old. Uh, back in the day, uh, South Central, you know, she was pretty popular because it was majority black, and now South Central, it's almost 50% um, Latino. But the problem she's going to have and the problem that Democrats are also going to have is they think they know the Latino vote when they really don't. You understand what I mean? It's Things are so different than the way it used to be because nowadays, Young people, it doesn't matter if they're Latino, black, or white, you can't just come into the neighborhood now, you know, just like you can't go into a Latino neighborhood anymore, speak a little Spanish, and thinking you're going to get a vote. You know what I mean? Nowadays, these young people, they're going to require more from you than that.
4: Well, they can come into black communities, black churches, and make statements like they're going to put y'all back into slavery. Make mm-hmm. statements about uh, that uh, they need to have more uh, money for school. They need to be uh, yeah. not tough on crime and so on and so on and so on. And uh, that's what you see. is You know, some of these cities, Milwaukee in Newark, New- Milwaukee has been mm-hmm. Democrat since 1908. Mm-hmm. 1908. El Paso, Texas, and Miami has mm-hmm. been Democrat forever. And yeah. what the, look at, they have some of the highest poverty rates in those cities. Yeah, and well, some they
3: do those Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah.
4: Ben? Some of the candidates, if you, if, you, if you were able to get on your feet and become prosperous, you would leave those areas. Then where would they be at?
3: Well, yeah, because they always complain that, you know, when it comes to black people, they're like, oh, how come they don't stay in the community, you know, and everything like that. But unfortunately, when some try... I hate to say it, but I know um, on YouTube I did a video about the murder of um, of uh, Jam Master J. He was a member of Run DMC, and he stayed mm-hmm. in the community. And unfortunately, you know, he ended up being murdered. And uh, his... Uh, what, is it a robbery? Nobody, it was never solved. Nobody wants mm. to talk. It's one of those situations where people kind of know what happened, but they're terrified, you know, because they live in that community and, you know, they're not saying nothing. So it's one of those cases that could have been years ago. Yeah, Yeah. or it could have been a misunderstanding. Because, you know, so many, some people say maybe people were jealous of him because, you know, if he was having a barbecue, he invited the whole neighborhood. You know, he was always about giving back to the community, helping out young singers, you know. And then I know in the documentary, uh, some people said, hey, maybe he should have left. <laughs> you know, in other words, maybe he overstayed his wealth, or so well, maybe I he should have left a long time ago. If,
4: well. if I had the ability to do it, I, and I never have been in those positions, but I know people who, when they have the ability, they do not stay in those areas because, mm-hmm. one, you can't buy a house and have it appreciate where you can uh, get value out of it sometime in the future. Two, you don't want your children going to the schools because mm-hmm. – of the history and the record that they have and and the violence that's in the schools. So people tend to move and there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that. Blacks moved and flee from D C and other cities, North St. Louis, they flee to the suburbs. Yeah. And, and the funny thing, once they get settled, you look up here come them same old wretched politicians that they flee from in the city have came oh, out yeah, to the, the same area. Talking the same. But I wanna talk about those uh those kids, if you don't mind.
3: Yeah. Look. Yeah. If yeah, give me your opinion about this whole immigration issue.
4: Well, you know, I'm for legal immigration, but illegal immigration mm-hmm. has stopped. And here's the thing: if you go on YouTube and look up these three countries, which they call uh-huh. the Northern Triangle Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala, you have uh-huh. areas and you have activities going on in those countries that par what you have in the united states you have children participating yeah. in marching sports you participate in, in uh aqua water parks they have malls that par none that what's in the united states nowadays uh santa claus and they have restaurants and so on and so on but here's the thing if mm-hmm. you got people in those countries that's experiencing that type of uh, life should they not be the ones who have concern about the elements in their society, that's, quote-unquote, that's not yeah. able to experience that? Isn't well, it not here in the is U.S.? This... is it not here yeah, in the U.S. Thing... we ask to give and donate?
3: hmm And my thing is this, uh, two points. The first point is uh, there was this one lady. Uh, they interviewed her on CNN, and uh, mm-hmm. she's from El Salvador and she said one of the reasons why uh, she's trying to come over here is because the gang problem is very bad over there, and she's trying to save her children from that. Unfortunately, (laughs) what she doesn't know is that if she does, if she is allowed to stay in this country, she will be in a gang, and they will place her in a gang area. I hate to say it. She will not be placed in Beverly Hills, she will not be placed in the suburbs. She most likely will be placed in south-central Los Angeles. I hate to say it, but she may be running from something, and she's going to come to the United States, and she's going to find it here.
4: Well, you know, Lisa, there's two things that can happen to people in another country. One, mm-hmm. uh, if they're facing violence, if they're facing, quote-unquote, terrorism, like the people in, in Syria and like the people in the southern mm-hmm. Sudan, they should go to the adjacent country and seek asylum. That's the way the UN mm-hmm. recognizes. People in Syria is going to Turkey. People in know, southern Sudan is going down mm-hmm. to the Congo to escape the violence and in the, in the warfare. I
3: never so thought So why of come that. these that people is. don't that? Well, I wonder the reason why they don't go to the countries next door is probably they're experiencing the same thing. You understand what I mean?
4: Well, but they're not. Belize, British, uh, British Belize, uh Belize, Panama, they have a but, military uh, base in Panama. They can yeah, go to those countries is, and apply for but, asylum.
3: But can Belize handle all of these people? That's the thing. And do they want to handle all of these people? Yeah, well, the problem, it
4: may be that they don't want to. I think that there's some uh, conspiracy that's going on here. Because when these people do leave, and rather than go to those countries that's adjacent to them, they would go Mm -hmm. into Mexico. They would come by, you know, rather than go to British Honduras, Costa Rica, San Jose, like I said, Panama, they would drive the entire length of Mexico going past such well-to-do cities like Acapulco, Morella, Guadalajara, Mexico Mm -hmm. City, and Monterey. To come all the way up to the U.S. border.
3: Yeah, and you know, Mexico doesn't want them. Because they're like, y'all better keep it pushing because you're not staying here in Mexico. Because it's very hard. Now, here's the thing. Uh Who's going to pay
4: for all this? Why do American citizens have to pay for this?
3: Well, see, that's the thing, too, because I'm assuming our taxpayer money is paying to house them.
4: Well, it shouldn't. I think they should try And, you know... You know, when they sent back home, well, should not the country that they came from, should they should they not have a national airline that come get these people? You mean to tell well, see, them American Pionce, citizens got to pay problem. to fly them home?
3: Well, see, I think that's the problem. The problem is, for some reason, this has become America's problem. It's kind of like, uh, how can I explain it? It's kind of like we want this to become... Like this is Trump's problem, you know. Like this is his fault. It's his fault. Instead of us like talking to the president of El Salvador, what the hell is going on in your country? Where you got families sitting up here? You got mothers and fathers just shipping their kids over to the United States, risking them dying, getting raped and murdered. What's going on in El Salvador? You know? Absolutely. I know what's going on in What's going on in Honduras?
4: Walla? What's going on in Honduras?
3: Yeah. But see, we're not focused on that. We're focused on... And look at the money on... that the
4: U.S. gives them. They, mm-hmm. give, a, a, they give Guatemala $267 million in 2016. Yeah, now we a lot of Another money. $75 million. Honduras $128 million. So what is that money going for?
3: And you know what, too, I think, Bianchi. I think the problem is uh, we as black people, we're just kind of caught in the middle of this. You understand what I mean? We're just yeah, we're just caught in the middle. So I don't
4: know. Well, I tell you, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, they always use kids as a political tool. They did in in Alabama and Montgomery, where they was, they kids got caught up with the high pressure water hose and the barking and snapping mm-hmm. dogs. They did it in in Iraq when you've seen pictures of kids laying on the in a room yeah. on the floor, although their stomach mm-hmm. wasn't flat that would indicate that they were dead, but I think they was posing for those pictures. You,
3: you, you know you see what? the
4: same thing in Syria?
3: Yeah. And my thing my thing with this is you know how you have all these rich people. I've never seen so many rich people have so much sympathy, you know, for them. Why don't they just take them in? I don't understand absolutely they care so much. You know, all these rich entertainers, they themselves can buy a house and house what? If if an entertainer, just one entertainer, would take, look, let's just say hypothetically one entertainer could take 25 people in a house. They could rent out a house somewhere. Hell, they could have a house that's kind of like a duplex.
4: Or better yet, they could create. Yeah, I know what you mean. But better yet, they could create an agency, and they probably are. Contribute to those agencies and let those agencies build shelters for these people while they wait and see whether or not their application goes through for asylum. Yes, they
3: but they sh- know they don't want them in their neighborhood. That's the thing. You have all these people, all these poor children and these families, and you'll work a hundred million dollars.
4: And they could do it in the countries that they come from. They could take mm-hmm. a Walmart. You have I, I, you know, I dare you to go look at these malls. These malls are tremendous. They could take a floor of a mall. They could fix it up however they want to. They don't have to have chain link dividers where they, people would claim that they got cages. They could fix it up however they want to. And, you mm-hmm. know, this is another thing. If you leave where you are tonight and you have your kids in the car, Lisa, mm-hmm. and you're stopped yeah. and you have a warrant for your arrest, they're going to lock mm-hmm. you up and they're going to put the kids in custody.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I see the thing is this. It's like when it comes to black people, you know, they do do things different with us than other people. I mean, let's just keep it real. Because remember, what's his name? What's that guy in Africa? That Boko Haram? Remember how he was kidnapping those young girls and stuff yeah. like that? Uh, mm-hmm. We really didn't even do nothing much about that. All they did was, oh, it's so sad. Well, that's not true. Because Trump, Trump sold. CNN didn't run that story every day. To me, that's a story that should have been ran every day. You have hundreds of young girls kidnapped. It's like wow.
4: Trump sold uh, Nigeria the instrument, the intelligence equipment, and the Mm airplanes that they needed in order to fight the terrorists.
1: Mm-hmm. Infiltration
4: up in the northern region Obama wouldn't do it because he mm. Wanted to tie in some quote-unquote Human right issues which Would e- e- which would equate to uh, Same-sex Arrangements and also abortions in Their country when they tr- mm. uh, Brazil offered to sell it to them But Obama went to Brazil And prevent- prevented mm-hmm. them from uh, Selling the equipment to them But since mm-hmm. Trump has been elected Trump said Yeah we will help you uh, fight that Problem mm.
3: Mm. And let's see, brown sugar babies in the chat on YouTube uh, saying every country is starting to close up their borders, not just the United States. Yeah, and I think the United States—I think don't we have one of the weakest borders?
4: Yeah, everybody comes through. See, you I got the have, ports. You got ports yeah. that you can come through, but they don't go through the ports; they go in between them.
3: Yeah, because I think we have the weakest ones. ones. 'Cause Canada, you notice Canada's not saying nothing, 'cause you know. Come on, Canada. They could at least say, "Well, we'll take some of those people in." Shit, Canada's like, "You better not bring them over here." <laughs> it's like, have did you, you see the,
4: that? Did you see the press conference that Trump had with the all the parents and relatives who had lost loved ones due to violence imposed upon them by illegal immigrants? Women, no, I mothers who no, lost their sons. Oh, you should look that uh-huh. up. It is really sad. One woman said, "Oh, she has got." What's that? Mm.
3: And I think the problem is uh, with a situation like that where you give examples of people getting killed and stuff, well, then people come back and say, oh, well, the odds of you getting killed by an illegal alien are one in a million. You know what (laughs) I mean?
4: Well, if you that won, guess what?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, you know, I – I think this problem has gone on for so long that I don't know. I really don't have a solution. I really don't.
2: Well, the thing well, is it's got to stop thing
3: we need to do the first thing we need to do is hold these other countries accountable for what the hell is going on in their country because we're sitting up here trying to deal with it, but at the same time, these other countries are getting away stock free. What's going? On? I don't even know who the president of El Salvador is, to be honest with you, because he's never well, been. Well,
4: whoever it is, the people probably voted him in. Know. That's yeah. the people of the country. That's their responsibility. That's not my responsibility.
3: And I'm kind of wondering. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and I don't know if you ever wondered this. I was kind of wondering, how come? Okay, Martin Luther King Jr. stood up against the United States of America. Okay, how come mm-hmm. the people in other countries can't do the same? You understand what I mean? Uh, I can probably tell you why. King. Yeah, you know, whether you disagreed with him or not, it's like, you because know what? Because it's probably not as bad as like out
4: It you probably isn't so? as bad. No. Well, you look at those know, movies. You got, you got kids uh-huh. participating in parades. You got kids at uh-huh. soccer. You have people... Uh, You have people that's going about their daily life, enjoying themselves. So why come these kids ain't trying to get the hell out?
3: Well, I will say though, in Mexico, in a lot of places, it's really bad. I mean, it is like the stuff we take for granted here.
4: You mean poverty wise?
3: Different.
4: Yeah. You mean poverty wise?
3: Well, I'm talking about it is because you know it's just it's a totally different country.
4: Well, let me ask you something. The people in Mississippi. In some mm-hmm. areas where you can see the highway and they don't have internet service, should they pack mm-hmm. up and flee to no, another but the country? Thing is,
3: someone, but the thing is this, someone in Mississippi that doesn't have internet service, that's a little different when you're dealing with an entire government system that's totally corrupt from the ground up. You understand what I'm saying?
4: Well, then they have to tra- they have to straighten it out themselves. The people in South Central LA need to vote Maxine Waters' ass out of office if they don't like her. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
3: And I think, uh, in my opinion too. Oh, Brown Sugar Baby, she said uh, she lived in Japan for eight years, and Japan will put you in prison if you break their immigration laws. Yeah, that's right. A lot of countries, man, they are very very strict. And I think in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Well, at least it's how it was years ago. Uh, no, actually, yeah, it was years ago uh, because um, I know a guy from Hong Kong. He had lived in Canada. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you can't just be anybody trying to be a citizen of Canada. You know, they want to know what you do for a living. How much do you make. You understand what I mean? You know, they want to know a little more about you than, you know, I want a better life. You understand what I'm saying?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, So yeah, but uh, saying you want a better life is not a reason for a country to let you in.
3: I know, I know. And then, too, we can only take in so many people.
4: You know how many applicants you have for asylum? It's over Mm -hmm. 600,000. I asked one more time, who in the heck is paying for this? 600,000 people waiting? Wow. Mm. You got 300,000 illegals that's either in prisons or jails throughout the country. Once again, Mm. who's paying for this?
3: Well, you know, our taxpayer money is paying for it, you know?
4: You know, I hear black people and also others wanting universal health care, universal income, subsidizing housing, free school, free Mm -hmm. college. Reparations for slavery More food mm-hmm. assistance Public transportation Higher minimum wage Mercy aid to other countries And help for foreign kids at the border More unpaid volunteers More holidays all And on and mm-hmm. on and on Lisa, who's going to pay for all this?
3: Yeah, see, that's the thing I know we don't I mean, we're a rich country But then at the same time Yeah, you're right about subsidized housing And paying for this and this and this yeah, I mean, there comes a particular point where we're going to break.
4: Be damn right we're going to break. And that's what, some, mm-hmm. that's what some want to see happen. They want to see United States breaking into pieces.
3: Yeah. Well, the problem and all is you work United, for,
4: all you yeah. have coming, all you save for is going to be worth nothing. That's what they want to see.
3: Yeah, things are getting bad. They're getting pretty bad, I tell you. And then, too, like I was saying earlier about all this fussing and fighting between the Democrats and the Republicans. I mean, it's getting nowhere, you know, because I love politics. You know, I've always loved politics, but it's getting to the point where I'm not even learning a lot anymore. You understand what I'm saying? It's more of uh, these political shows, Fox, it is. CNN, MSNBC. They don't stick to the issues. No, they're more opinionated shows. It's like, well, hell, me and you, Pionki, why don't we just go on Fox or CNN and we could make all this good money giving our opinion. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, hell, we can yeah. get on there and get emotional too. I mean, I know that's what I'm saying. It's like where – I, I just, just give me the news, you know? If you want to throw in your little opinion every once in a while, that's fine. Like I said with Don Lemon, we kind of already know – it's like I know Don Lemon hates Trump. I already know that. You don't have to keep reminding me every night. I know you don't like him. Can Don Lemon can you hate just tell Trump, me what hates what happened to me today? Too,
4: Because I supported and voted for Donald Trump because of the yeah. issues. Don Lemon can go to hell as far
3: as I care. <laughs> You're crazy, Bianca. You're talking about Don Lemon can go to hell. Yeah, it's just that I feel that everybody is wasting valuable time. And I'm telling you, 2020 is right around the corner. Before you know it, you know it'll be time if 2020 for 2020 comes another guess what
4: they're going to be talking about next well 2024 what? is right around the corner 2026
3: see, 2028 see. yeah and see the thing is uh just like I said last week um uh Barack Obama was uh talking to some people uh they officially haven't said they're running for president but you know it was the same old people uh Joe Biden Elizabeth Warren, it's like, oh my god! You know what I mean? Here we go. And look
4: how they the did! Look people. how they did Huckabee, uh, what's Sandra Huckabee. Look how they did her oh, in their yeah, restaurant.
3: Oh, Sandra Huckabee. Oh yeah, I wasn't that just that terrible earlier? Well, that was totally ridiculous. You know what Maxine ridiculous. Waters just said? Maxine Waters said harass them. But see, my thing then, is this. Mm-hmm.
4: Did you ahead. hear where her family members went across the street to another restaurant? Mm-hmm. And that owner of the first restaurant, the red whatever, came over there and tried to get them put out of there. Now, what kind of silly mess is that?
3: I know. And see, here's Tianchi, Here's my thing. First off, thank God I don't work in the White House because I wish somebody would step to me when I'm with my family to the wrong person. (laughs) You understand what I mean? And it's going to be ugly because just because someone like a Sarah Sanders, she may not do nothing. But she may have a she's crazy doing her member job. In her family.
4: No but what she's saying, a female too. She's doing a damn yeah. good job.
3: But what I'm saying She is, is doing you a know, good how job. Maxine Waters, how Maxine Waters is saying just harass them. They're gonna feel harass. She's
4: the instigating violence.
3: In if like say for instance I work for the White House and let's just say I'm at a restaurant and somebody try to heckle me, I could be married to a crazy person. I could have, you know, a crazy cousin. You know what I'm saying? It's like Absolutely you have to be careful Look how blacks were harassed
4: and heckled when they sat at the S- uh, SS Cressy lunch counter. Look how, the, how they mm-hmm. was harassed.
3: Yeah. What, Maxie, so did you like that? No joke. Yes. It's like, come on now. It's like, uh-uh. And to me, there seems to be a lot more of Keep America Great Again supporters then there are supporters of Maxine Waters. You understand what I'm saying? So when what would Maxine she like if she came outside? Like this, it's like, come on. What would they say huh? if she
4: came outside and there was a giant James Brown wig on fire in her front yard? Oh,
3: Pianchi, now I ain't going to talk about the hair now.
4: But,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But, um, but, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if she's like, hey, I'm almost 80. It is what it is. Well, I ain't almost 80, you know. <laughs> I don't want no trouble, especially – well, when I say I don't want no trouble, it would be – for me, I think it would be different if she was angry over, you know, a lot of black guys dying in the streets. You understand what I mean? And stuff like that, but it's kind of like, are you just doing this because you're trying to get brownie points for the Democratic Party? Like, or are Or do you care that much about the children of immigrants?
4: And she worked hard to get the bailout money that during Obama's term for a bank that her husband had a lot of money in. Corruption yeah. out the anyway, I'm gonna let you get back it's to your just, show. There might be other callers out there.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on YouTube as well. But yeah, well thanks Bianchi for calling. I appreciate it. But yeah, you guys. So Brown Sugar Baby said they're taking it too far, and they're in their feelings, so sensitive. Yeah, I think you're right because whether and to me, this is really not even a look at this right here. Oh, look at this white lady. Damn, she's this white lady bothering a construction worker. Uh, Talking about he a rapist. (laughs) What? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, you're right, Brown Sugar Baby. Uh, Where's the cry for our kids dying in the streets by police? Well, I think we forgot. It looks like uh, our black politicians have kind of forgotten all about think. In my personal opinion, I think this is going to hurt them when it comes time for uh, the election process. So I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and to me all this is fake. I hate to say it, but, I mean, this immigration issue has been around for a long time. And like I said, all these rich people say they feel sorry for them. But have you noticed none of them are volunteering to, you know, sponsor some of them, you know? I mean, you got entertainers worth fifty, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? It's like I don't understand how come they can't donate some money to help to help these the children. I don't get it. You know, it's all lip service. They just popping off at the mouth. You know, it's like, ugh, it's just fake. I hate, I hate this fakeness. You know, damn that shit. just makes me sick. And then, where are we at? Okay, where are we at now? You know, like I said, name calling has on both sides has not solved any issue. Has it solved any issue yet? What has it solved? Absolutely nothing. It's like I still got to get up and go to work tomorrow, right? (laughs) Just like everybody else. I mean, it's like we're stuck in a rut, man. It just, oh, and Trump doesn't give a damn. How many times? Do I have to say Trump Trump has been called a sexist? He's been called a sexual harasser. He has been called a white supremacist. He's been called he hates gay people. He hates the handicapped. He hates women. He hates everybody. And this mother effer still got in office, and he has not gotten impeached yet, okay? So are uh, we just going to sit back and wait for him to you know, get impeached, you know, or maybe we'll get lucky and maybe he'll get impeached. Oh, well, you know what? Then we got on board with Stormy Daniels. Y'all know Stormy, the porn star and all that stuff, you know. Well, uh-oh, she got some dirt on Trump. Maybe this will bring him down to impeachment. Uh, nothing yet. Russia, maybe this. We ain't talked about Russia in, how long has it been since we talked about Russia? That's what I'm saying. And look, we're almost in July, you guys. Do you guys understand that pretty soon the debates will be happening, what, next year? It's going to be happening next year. What up, Ben? What's up, what's up? Debates will be happening next year. And neither Republican, Democrat, whoever, have not gotten anywhere. It's like, whatever. It's just so, oh, I wish, you know what? Oh, my God. You know, it's almost as if I wish I was some kind of campaign manager or something, right? I wish I was a campaign manager, and I wish I could just tell the Democratic Party, y'all, please, I beg of you, you are wasting so much valuable time. Even I had told you guys a few weeks ago, I believe it was, where a book came out about uh, the Obama administration. It wasn't anything, you know, gossip or anything like that. But allegedly in the book, uh, tr- uh, when Trump became president, Obama had started to rethinking what he did in the White House. He he feels like, did I create Trump? Like, how did we get from Obama all the way to Trump? He's like, well, what happened? It's like, what, man, who almost called him something? What you mean what happened? What happened was you ignored black people. That's what happened, Obama. Please. to act like, what? What, what happened? What happened? What you think happened? Shit. Whew, please don't get me started on Obama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you like Obama. It is what it is. Uh, he's just not my favorite person. Let's put it that way. Shit. Talking about wha, And it's so interesting because I had said when Obama probably when he becomes a senior citizen he's going to look back at his legacy with regret. But it's already happening now, and he should look on his presidential legacy with regret. And black people, uh, we should also be accountable too, because because Obama had a dad from Africa, we kind of gave him a little pass, right? Oh, well, he had a dad from Africa, so therefore he's just like us, right? Right? <laughs> Oh, God forgive me. It's not funny. Yeah, honey. Yeah, honey. You're right, Ken. It's like, yeah, tap, Obama tap dancer. Oh, and I hate it when he used to give a speech or something and he'd stutter a lot. Not because, you know, uh, 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 Not because he had a problem speaking because he was always so afraid to say something. I remember he had that whack-ass town hall meeting about police violence. Oh, God. You would have thought uh it was a republican event right it's like please mm, mm, mm. it's just a sin and a shame i'm like what but you know what hey you know it is what it is you know i mean if you like obama that's fine you know but i his legacy going forward mm, i don't know it's, i don't think it's going to be as good as he, well, okay, look at it this way. Now, do you guys remember the Bill Clinton presidency? I'm old enough to remember the Bill Clinton presidency. And remember when he left office, he was still treated like a rock star, remember? Remember after he became president, uh, he had his office in Harlem, New York, and black people still loved this man. You know, like he was Elvis Presley, right? And it went on for years and years and years, Right. And but with Obama, it's I don't feel that right now. You know what I mean? I don't feel black people still like Obama like he's a rock star, you know? I think his life faded quick, right? It faded real quick. <laughs> and to be honest with you, it seems like oddly enough, George Bush. Doesn't it seem like people like George Bush more? Right? The son, I mean. It's, I don't know, it seems like he's getting a little more, uh, how can I say it? I don't know. It seems like, for whatever reason, you know, people are kind of starting to like George Bush after he became president. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, because, you know, under George Bush, you know, hey, you can say what you want. But I loved it when Condoleezza Rice was representing us for Secretary of the State. Secretary of State? Oh, and she's pleased. Fluent Russian? Oh, my God. Can you, oh, man. Can you imagine this black chick, Secretary of State? She goes to Russia to meet Putin, and she's speaking to him in his native language. Oh, my God, it was epic. Totally epic. You know, her meeting with Gaddafi and all that stuff. Oh, man. We don't even talk about Colin Powell. Y'all know I got a crush on some Colin Powell. I don't give a damn if he was under Republican president, Democratic. That's a good looking man, okay. That's that's a good looking man right there, okay? Anyway, enough about my lustful thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough. Um so anyway you guys, I think that's all I gotta say on this. I'm just um we didn't went from talking about Maxine Waters to um uh to immigration. What do you think, of Val Dan? No collective of black folks hired a uh, black lobbyist. Hmm, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, to be honest with you, I think the days of the black politician are coming to an end. I I honestly feel that way. It's um I think so, uh unless how can I explain it? To me this younger generation of I don't know if you would say college educated black uh young black people. And they don't even have to be college educated. It's kind of like you kind of can tell you're going to have to answer some questions for them. You know what I mean? They're not going to, you just can't come and talk to them at their school and just, you know, hey, I like Little Wayne. Uh, you know what I mean? Hey, Beyonce, what's up? It's like, nah. See, that did not work with Hillary Clinton. Remember, oh, and I hate, oh, the thing I hate the most, About Hillary Clinton Is when she changes her voice When she talks to black people That is the most Racist thing you can do Am I right you guys Why do you have to change your voice to talk to me I don't get it You know It's like oh and remember When she would go on these black radio shows um, And she was talking about I got hot sauce in my purse It's like you dumb bitch Ugh her and her old sex-fiend of a husband. You get on my damn nerves. Ooh, ooh, they make me. But, yeah, you guys, that's all I got to say. Uh, I keep saying that, but, yeah, seriously, you guys. <laughs> oh, that's all I got to say. Yeah, she does talk different, and I hate that. It's like, uh-uh. I remember this one chick. Um, I was introduced to her. I, I kid you not, you guys, here's how she spoke, you know. And I said, oh, hi, hey, you know, my name is Lisa. What's up, girl? And I'm like, hi, how are you doing? Girl, I'm doing good, you know, just trying to make it. It's like, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, that black deed got her going crazy, didn't change her voice. (laughs) I'm like, damn, is that? Dang, is that what the D does? Because it's never been that, that good to me where I'm like, <laughs> got multiple personalities and shit. It's like, what? I'm like, how you doing, girl? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, these brothers got them going insane. Anyway, let's. <laughs> Oh, Lord, help us all. Oh, God. Oh, what, Karen, I hate that. I used to get that from the white ladies at my office. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Or what about, I know you guys have run into this too, when you're introduced to somebody of another race and they throw in, yeah, I date black men. Okay. So because you date black men, does that mean we're going to be best friends? You know, I mean, it's like, I don't understand what that means. It's like, okay. And then it's awkward because it's like, I just met you. I don't know. That has happened to me several times in my lifetime. I I guess they're like, hey, you're black, I love black D, let's be friends. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: man, this world is crazy, right? So anyway, what else can we talk about? Yeah, just, but just getting back on that immigration issue, like I said, I don't know of a solution. Oh when you say, Karen, yeah, they're supposed to be cool because you screw black men, I know, right? Then how come? You know, here. how come I'm not cool? Shit, I'm still mother effing geek and shit. <laughs> shit, I want to get that accent going. How you doing, girl? You know, <laughs> shit, I'm sitting here at home watching Columbo episodes. You know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. Maybe I've been picking the wrong ones. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, we should do that topic. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that immigration issue, I do not have a solution for it. However, I do feel that the other countries should be held accountable. And if we are going to house them and take care of them, then I think these other countries uh, should foot the bill, right, like El Salvador. If we're going to be housing people from El Salvador, even if they get sent back, Oh, well, right now we're feeding them, we're clothing them, and everything like that. And I assume it's coming out of taxpayer money. I'm assuming, right? I don't know where else it's coming from. So I think, should we give a bill to El Salvador? Like, here, y'all, you know, what's up, you know? I mean, somebody got to pay for this? Why? I got to pay for it, you know? Sorry for the children, you know being taken from the parents is oh that's a hot ass mess, you know, nobody wants to see that. But um I don't know, y'all. I just don't know. Well anyway it is almost eight thirty my time. Uh so I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here and uh and I will be back here on uh Thursday. See, you know what I was gonna talk about you guys? I wasn't going to talk about Homeboy. Oh, he irritates me so much. Umar Johnson, I was going to talk about him and his dad taking that <laughs> taking that DNA test to see if they're really related to Frederick Douglass. Doesn't it sound silly when I say it? It sounds like a a comedy movie, right? Like some kind of script, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, what Karen said, uh, those other countries ain't paying for shit. That's right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how come. We don't require them to pay. I don't get it. You know, El Salvador. I'm pretty sure they're not. Their country isn't as rich as ours. But I mean, damn. I don't know. We need to. Mm, 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 I don't know. Look at Karen said. Let's talk about Umar. Well, see, Karen, I had planned on too. That was uh, that was my thing. But then Maxine <laughs> Waters started acting up. She started acting up like Umar Johnson. So yeah. So, yeah, Karen, I most likely will talk about it um, on Thursday because, man, it's getting, it's like a freaking soap opera with this guy, you know. And I told you guys this before, my sister has no clue who this man is, right? And I told her he's this guy trying to build a school. He ain't built a school yet. And she thinks whenever I talk about him, I'm talking about the same thing. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) She doesn't understand. There's so many different layers, you know. And it's like, oh my God. Oh, Karen, did you did you uh hear the board of Psyche? What the Psych let him off? No, I didn't hear that. You know, I'm gonna have to tune in. I know Afro Slingali has made several videos uh recently. Uh so I've been listening to the ones about um Umar's dad taking that DNA test. Why he's confused about the DNA test? I have no clue. Hey, everybody takes the DNA test. You know, you know you see the videos on YouTube. They don't have a problem reading their DNA test. I don't know why Omar Johnson's father's having such a hard time reading the test. Oh, you just watch your video about it. Oh, okay, no, um, yeah, because I didn't. She just do one. Uh, while I was on here, because it popped up on my phone, I believe. Yeah, so I'll have to check it out, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, it is so odd. And I hate to say it, but it is kind of sad. I will say this. It's kind of sad that you feel no one in your family uh, has accomplished anything. Do so you actually have to jump on another family tree in order to feel. Whole. You know what I mean? That's so sad. It's pathetic, you know? It's like, and let's be honest, if you look at pictures of Frederick Douglass and stuff, come on, when Omar Johnson said he was a direct descendant, (laughs) is there really even a resemblance there? I mean, let's keep it real here, like, for real. It's like, come on now. Did we really believe he was a direct descendant of Frederick Douglass? I mean, come on now. If you look at Frederick Douglass when he was young and you looked at Frederick Douglass when he was old, I mean, he wasn't a bad-looking guy, right? It's like, okay, he was a bad-looking brother. And come on. And here you have big-ass Umar Johnson. <laughs> Ew. Come on, y'all, please. Come on. How did we even – we shouldn't even start that. I mean, come on, that's red flag already, right? Oh, God. But, yeah, I'll definitely um, be talking about that. So CNN, they're talking about, oh, why has Obama stayed silent on race relations? Oh, shit, let me see what CNN's talking about. Uh Uh-oh. And it's a young guy. I'm telling you, this young black guy. Mm. Sorry you guys, wait a second I'm looking at CNN real quick It just says, why has Obama stayed silent On race relations Ooh, I told you, these young black people Hmm Hmm
1: But the reality Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah, see, they're trying to say Obama, he's kind of afraid to um, step into this mess. Mm. 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 They're talking about Obama really mentions Trump uh, in his private conversation. You know, that's a damn lie. Please. He doesn't want to get weighed down. Yeah, because Obama's trying to protect his legacy. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, where's Obama at? Anyway, yeah, so I probably will probably talk about Umar Johnson on Thursday. If not, I'll talk about him before. I mean, hell, who knows, right? Between now and Thursday, no telling what Trump will say. You understand what I mean? So I don't know. You know, don't hold me to it, you know? It's like, uh, uh. But, yeah, just, ugh, Umar Johnson, just sloppy, ugh. You know, and it, and to be honest, it really has nothing to do with him being overweight. You know what I mean? Look at Heavy D. Y'all remember Heavy D? Heavy D was a good-looking, uh, overweight man. Am I right? Shoot, it's like, man, the trust and belief. Umar Johnson is no Heavy D. Oh, y'all don't get me. Please don't get me started on this man tonight. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. But anyway, you guys, I'm going to let you guys go, um, and I'll be back here on Thursday. Like I said, if something else happens weird, I might be back sooner. But, yeah, I'll be back on Thursday. And, yeah, we'll probably talk about homeboy. Yeah. So, yeah, he's crazy. Karen says, Umar has confronted me in various chat rooms. Yeah, he's crazy, man. Uh, uh, uh. Loco in la cabeza. So anyway, you guys, let me go. I've said this like four or five times, right? (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Uh, As always, I appreciate it very much. So, yes, I'm going to go ahead and relax a little bit uh, uh, before I go to bed and get up and work for the man. Working for the man every night and day. Now, I like my little job, you know, whatever. Okay, you guys, i got to go. I will talk to you guys on Thursday. And usually I'll try to post the topic. I usually try to do it Wednesday night. Uh, So, yeah, so it should be up on YouTube, but I'm going to talk about uh, Wednesday evening or it will be on Block Talk Radio or both. So, anyway, you guys, good night. Thank you guys in the chat room for sticking with me. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for listening, whether you listen to me live or listen to me, uh, you know, my old shows. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you so much you guys have a good night stay safe until we meet again on thursday you guys take care bye with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom